Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. I hope that your summer is unfolding and that you are doing lots of things that excite you that fill you up, that bring you joy, that allow you to create space in your life for more of you, for you to be fully alive during this incredible time of the year. You know I am so passionate about teaching you how to be more connected to yourself, to your intuition, to your dreams and your desires. And I'm excited to announce that I'm going to be holding an Intuitive Soul Awakening event. I have not done one of these live containers in a while. And it feels really juicy and delicious and exciting to be offering this again. We will be moving through a process together where we learn about deepening your intuition through your decisions how to expand your soul by living your purpose, and how to make the impossible possible. Things that are just so exciting and joyful for me to be inside of. And I really want to share these practices with you, the ceremony, the ritual, the ways that you can really live into your life and into your being in a much deeper, more grounded way. So our first class will be August 1st. This is a free event. There is a link in the show notes, so please sign up. I would love, love, love to be with you. For our show today, Christine is here with us, and she is at a crossroads in her career. She has many things she likes doing, yet is uncertain where to invest her time and energy to get the most out of her life. This takes us on a really beautiful journey where we look at the idea that you can have more than one path and more than one passion, that multi-passionate is actually correct for you. We look at focusing on creativity rather than the details, listening to your own intuition and wisdom rather than what other people think you need to do, how there's no right or wrong way, there's just your way, the correct way for you. We talk about allowing yourself to be more spontaneous and how this creates ease, joy, and flow. That being the fullness of you inspires others to do the same and to live into the fullness of them. The importance of walking your path by following the signs and taking inspired action. And sharing your story with others helps them on their journey. So I'd love to share a little about Christine with you and the work she's doing in the world. Christine Grant has helped individuals, couples, families, and children as both a marriage and family therapist and school psychologist for well over 20 years. In essence, as a relationship expert, Christine coaches her clients with her intuitive, inspired heart letter process and also creates transformational channeled letters. Communication is key, and her award-winning book, Relationship, How to Write the Words You Really Want to Say, 
guides the readers towards creating their own compelling messages in order to experience more love, trust, intimacy, or emotional connection, acceptance, and well, to fly free. Christine has many interviews on YouTube. She also has a 10-song album, Love Letters by Tina Rose, which is her performer's name. And she has also shared a freebie to one of her events with us. So please check out the show notes for more on my wonderful guest, Christine, and enjoy our beautiful and vulnerable and fun reading. I love you. Namaste. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, I'm so grateful to be here. So good to see you. Thank you. Good to have you. I've been contemplating where my life's at, and I feel like I'm sort of at a turning point. I've had a lot of careers in my life, and I've had a lot of enriching life experiences. I've helped people in the area of communication for the last several years, and I'm looking at possibly writing my story, uh, maybe some highlights of my life that I think might help others. And I'm just sort of at a crossroads. Do I, or do I just kick back and do fine art and just have fun or what? What's my calling at this point? What's the purpose for my soul to really have the most bang out of my life? <laughs> I guess is one way of putting it. Yeah. Well, the image that you're showing me as you're talking is of high heel shoes. And then as I follow that, it goes into... I think it's maybe the movie, The Devil Wears Prada with Glenn Close. And she's that really like powerful businesswoman. And I could totally be getting that wrong because I'm not good at movies. But the energy in it is of you, like there's this really powerful side to you that you are not living into. So it's like whatever you choose, that part of you has to come along. And she's very feminine, but in the feminine way that is like, I'm just kicking ass kind of way, <laughs> like that version of the feminine, not the flowy, like, Ooh, you know, it's like, uh -uh, I'm here to kick some butt. Let's go. So what comes up for you when I say that? Well, it was so interesting. I forgot to mention <clears throat> as sort of a passion project, I'm kind of a creative type. I actually launched a 10 song album of songs that I wrote and composed and serendipitously was introduced to these amazing musicians. And um, we put it out in uh, 2021 and it was really fun. So while everyone was locked down, I was locked down with really gorgeous musicians in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at this point, um, I happened to meet a music supervisor at a networking function. And he just sent me a message a few days ago, letting me know that two of my songs are up for possibly being showcased in a, an HBO series and a Paramount television show. And I have a, a local musician, a vocalist who wants me to write three songs for her and she's willing to pay me. So that's another lane. Uh, so that I'm looking at that. And I guess I just don't know where to I don't want to be holding too many bowls in one in my hands. Do you know what I mean? Be, being like too distracted with too many things. I'm sort of, again, back at a loss, but I kind of feel like maybe one story of my life in particular 
would be an amazing movie. And I think even one of my songs would accompany that very well. So I, I, I don't know, that's just my, my take on things. What's, I'm interested, what's the part of you that thinks you have to choose one thing? Well, I never was that way, but now because I took some time off to do the music thing, which I love, and I actually, I ghostwrite people's love letters for any occasion. And I enjoy doing that, but that takes a lot of branding, marketing, you know, getting online and, and being in the whole tech world, which doesn't resonate for me. And I'd rather just be out there sharing with people, inspiring others to move through um, hardships and whatever in a way. And I love that you mentioned about the feminine because I'm so glad I'm born female. (laughs) That's all I have to say. I don't think I'd make it very well as a man, but, (laughs) but I, um, yeah, I, I guess I just am seeking like what, where is, what is spirit or God or the divine telling me is the best place to focus my energy right now? Or do I just sit back and allow things to surface? But I know if I'm going to write the book, I have to put real Mm -hmm. energy. If I'm going to write songs, I have to put energy in that. Well, the word that comes through when you say, where should I put my uh, energy or your focus? The word that they're giving me is in your creativity. Mm. So they're not saying write the book, do the music, you know, what are the other things they're saying, focus on the creativity because that's the piece that lights you up. Like when you say you like to write the, the love letters, but you don't like to do the marketing and the other pieces of them. So don't do those pieces, only do the piece you love. Let spirit work out the details of how the rest will be taken care of your job right now. Like you have so much creative energy flowing and like, it looks like confetti it's everywhere. (laughs) And, um, that's the thing for you to focus on. I, I don't get the sense that you're supposed to just do one thing. There's some story that's coming in or a belief that's telling you that you have to choose you, like you said, your life, you have lived a very colorful life doing lots of different things. And that's because that's who you are. You're, I I don't see you as being designed to just go into this one thing. I see you, it's like you're standing there and you've got all these paintbrushes in your hands Mm -hmm. and you're like doing this with this one and this with this and this over here and the thing over there. And you're just like making music as you do it all Mm -hmm. because you have this ability to flow with it all. So long as you stay inside the parameters of what is lighting you up and the creative part of it. If you get bogged down in the details, that's when you're going to start to be like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And you're right. You shouldn't be doing that part. So can I, can we put a prayer out or call out that spirit or the divine will introduce me or bring those good technological souls, the people that, you know, are affordable and are good and conscientious and will actually help make a difference. Um, Yeah. Put that that prayer out. It's out. It's all in people's ears. It's everywhere now. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. It's already done. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think the issue around, oh, you know, I've got too many plates spinning, so to speak, is 
my, unfortunately, my web designer, I'm having my website redesigned and he passed away mm -hmm. and yeah, halfway through. And so now I have to scramble and find a new website designer. And so as I'm looking and people are saying, well, yeah, but you offer too many things on your website. You know, you help people in this lane and that lane and this lane and that, and it's too much. And then you're doing music on top of it. It's too much. It's too much. You have to just focus on one thing, you know, mm -hmm. if you want. And to help so people. there you are caught so, in someone else's story about yeah. what is possible for you in your life. Right. What I understand about the way uh, this path works and the way we are here to bring our work into the world is that we get to choose the way we want to do it. Mm -hmm. When we try to do it the way other people tell us we should be doing it, nothing is going to work. Mm -hmm. You have, you stay true to you. And that is exactly how you will, your life will work. If you want to do 10 things, you do 10 things, do them well and do them with this beautiful creative energy and putting your heart in them. And that will work for you. If that is your correct way to do things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so being that I'm still, I opened my official business in 2015, I was still working at the time, but so since the last few years, I've been, I would say last five years, maybe even I've been focusing on building that business and I'm asked a lot to speak and present and, and give my ideas, but the business itself hasn't been as fruitful. And I think it's because I'm not doing that lead pages and follow-up and, you know, and I don't, like you say, I want to be, I want to help and be creative and not get enmeshed in all of that. What I find to be dredge and other people would enjoy it. And I there's guess. different ways to do it, right? So you can go that path where you hire somebody to do all that for you. That's what I do. I don't enjoy any of that. They love it and they're fantastic at it. I'm kind of really mediocre at it and I don't like it. So it wasn't working, <laughs> but now it works a whole lot better because they're doing what they love and I'm doing what I love. Mm -hmm. You also, I know people that have grown six figure businesses with no website, no social media marketing. They just call people on the phone because that's what they love. Mm. So yeah, there's no right or wrong way. There's just your way. Right. Right. I think for me, like with the letter writing, it's the branding. People don't know to find someone like me because I laugh and say, I'm sort of like Cyrano de Bergerac and drag, you know, <laughs> or that movie, her that came out 10 years ago with Joaquin Phoenix. I actually help channel in the words people really want to say and tap into their higher heart. But how do you really promote that? Because not to say that nobody ever does that for their friends or for whomever, but it's not anything that people are out marketing so much. So I don't have quote standard competition in that area. And I love what I do because the transformation is so quick. You know, you don't have to go to a therapist for weeks and months on end. It's a very quick turnaround. So you know, because I'm not out there pushing it, marketing it, I thought, well, maybe I'm supposed to, maybe I'll just leave it be. And if people hear about me, then fine. And then I'll just go off and, and write my next book. And, you know, the so on that note, right. With the marketing piece, I believe it's not about the marketing. It's about who you're being. Hmm. If you're being the person that doesn't 
feel that people can find you or that oh, I don't know if this is really helping or I don't know how to, if you're lost in that kind of confusion about it, all the marketing in the world isn't going to help you. But if you are like, this stuff is the bomb. Everybody needs this. And I'm going to hold the frequency that every person in the planet needs this. People will find you because mm-hmm. you're being the thing, not trying to market the thing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting before I decided to quote, make it a business. I mean, I, I did it all just totally on referrals and it, mm-hmm. you know, just started out with, you know, a friend, a neighbor who was dating some guy and she really wanted to get married and have a real uh, relationship. Again, she was divorced and uh, the guy checked off on all the boxes, but she couldn't find any chemistry. And, and he had sent her flowers and she came, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, you gotta be straight. You gotta tell him the truth. Well, I can't, I'll probably end up hurting his feelings. I'll feel embarrassed. I won't be able to sleep, blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, write him a note. So she wrote him a note and it was not true. It was all about, um, I suck at relationships. I don't, I don't ever want to have a real serious, all this, like it's me, not you stuff. And so I just tore up her little letter and rewrote it and it worked out great, really well. And then she started asking me for more and then friends. Da, 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 da. I never even thought about it until uh, there was a, a real dynamic situation with somebody that turned it around quickly. And she said, oh, I have to pay you. And I went, what? You know, seriously, because like I said, it's sort of unheard of what I do. But at the same time, I'm not so attached to, I have to be this or do that. And that's why I'm looking at other aspects of myself that are creative as well. And I've written custom poetry for people. You know, now I have somebody asking me to write songs. So, you know, I I just like, okay, how do I best spend my time? Doing what you love. And if one day that's writing a poem and one day that's writing a song and one day that's coaching somebody, then that's that's who you get to be. I see you, you have this like shopping basket, you know, the kind you take to the farmer's market, big wicker ones. And so for your arm and you like, you're looking in there and you're pulling out a little note and you're opening it up. It's like, what am I going to do today? And you open it up and it's like, Oh, surprise. I'm going to write a poem today. Okay. And like, like so much fun and joy in this part of you that doesn't want to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. It just wants to know what you're going to do right now. Thank you. I, that really, that helps a lot, Sarah. That helps a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to illustrate that I once had this woman call me up. I had helped her with a letter to her husband and she says, you know, I have a, I have a favor to ask. And I said, what? She goes, I need like a eulogy. And I'm like, no problem. She goes, my husband's father just passed away and was actually a stepdad. And but he was so close to him. He knew him since he was three years old. She goes, and he's asking me, cause he's so torn up. Can I help him? And I'm, I'm going to ask you, could you help me? And I said, sure. When do you need it? And she said, in 15 minutes, I'm like, what? So, <laughs> so I literally, uh, just, uh, interviewed her for five minutes, wrote it in 10. So I didn't have a lot of time to edit. And she called me from the airport. She said, my husband just burst into tears and said, I don't ever remember, telling you that Gary loved Johnny Cash songs, but he used to sing them all the time. And she's like, uh, uh, you know, and it was like, she didn't want to tell him at that point that she had help with the, the eulogy because she didn't want to add any more elements. And uh, she just said, he was just like, 
crying and saying this brings back a flood of memories and so that was just a spontaneous i'm in the moment doing it rather than thinking it through so i think that's spot on yeah 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 Yeah, we're all very different and so what works for you is what works for you not for other people Mm -hmm. and i i see you really like embracing this part of you that is that spontaneous that has the ability to live inside of those moments just as they appear and make magic happen. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I feel like I'm kind of an old soul. And so I'm, I volunteered to be here. I'm sure we all did, but um, to make some kind of a difference or an impact in some way. And um, whether it's through, you know, art, music, but inspiring others is basically it because I think people are in such emotional fatigue these days. I'd like to help lift that, you know, that's. Yeah. My, you my will inspire more people by being the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. When you fully embrace you and the way that you move through the world, your unique way, that is what will inspire people. It's not what the specific thing you're doing. It's the fact that you're showing up in the fullness of you. That's mm. what people are going to be drawn to. Do you see that um, maybe more public speaking opportunities will come up? Because I am a good storyteller and I have these amazing stories and things to share with others that I think would inspire them. What I, what I see you doing and what keeps pushing against me is your book. And what, what it's showing me is that it, it feels like it's going to be written in flow with this uncovering of you. And mm-hmm. so rather than sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to take the next four, six months and write my book. I see your book wanting to be written as episodes and stories and chapters of your life as it's unfolding. And as you bring something to word on paper, there's a creation energy that happens that will then bring opportunity, bring possibility, like open possibilities for you. And that could be more speaking, more writing, more songs, but there's this, an unfolding that's happening as you write, something new becomes possible. And then you write again and another opportunity shows. That's the way the energy is playing out for me. Interesting. Wow. Like you're bringing life to your life as you're writing is the way they want to say it. Okay. And is there like an agent person that you see coming in? Or uh, I I met someone recently, Ariella is her first name, or is there someone else that I, that will come through? The Um, way you're showing it is there's an empty space and there isn't a person inside that space yet. It, that space wants to be filled. So I read that as, yes, there is going to be uh, some person, some organization, something that comes in and fills that space that helps. I see her as the the stepping stone. It's, It's the way creation works, right? As we get a hit on something that we should do, some divine inspiration, and then we show up with our love and willingness to hear that. And then we go out into the world and we take an inspired 
action. Mm -hmm. So by you reaching out to her, you are acting on this sign that came in. And by taking inspired action to connect with her, it opens up what the next step is. Okay. And whether she is the one that moves into that space or she's just the portal for the person that's supposed to be there, you have to take that first step that's been given to you. Okay. Okay. And the final- And surrender, right? Like it might not even be about your book. <laughs> she could be the portal into something you haven't even thought about yet. Wow. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I haven't had a, a reading in, in a long time. And I, a friend of mine asked if I would go to a psychic fair locally with her over a year ago. And she had never been to one. And I said, oh, sure, why not? So we went and she said, you know, I don't think I want to get a reading. And I said, that's fine. And so we're meandering through the fair and people have their art and beautiful things. And there was this one uh, station where this woman had incredible crystals from Brazil and whatnot. And so we were looking at them and I noticed her card and I noticed she had PhD after her name. And so I said, oh, you know, I, wow, you're a PhD. And she goes, yeah, in psychology. And I went, oh yeah. I said, I, I was a therapist, you know, and now I do another thing, but you know, and she says, oh, and so we're just talking for a very short time. And she says, I got a great message for you that came in. I just have to tell you. And I'm like, what? And she said, I'm being told you have a story and it's your story and you need to write it. And they're telling me that is really going to launch a lot of things in your life, et cetera, et cetera. And it really aligns with what mm -hmm. you were just telling me, Sarah. So yeah, I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm like, so when you just said that to me, it was like, okay, you know, now the universe is <laughs> going, yeah, get it. <laughs> you know, just So it really was confirmation. And I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. It felt really fun to share all that with you. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. a lot of energy and excitement and potential. Well, it's funny when we reflect back each of us on our lives and it's like, you know, why did I have that experience or what drew me to that? Or like I even say, our, all our relationships are our teachers ultimately. And uh, so whether they're, you know, whatever your story is, whether it's romantic or a mystery or a humorous or <laughs> mm -hmm. hor horrific or whatever. It's all a, it's all a teaching opportunity. And so I kind of feel like I have to get my story out because it's pretty out of the box being that I'm here to share it, I think is, is important. Otherwise it's almost like, okay, I'm back up, you know, playing a harp with my wings or whatever and going, God, I had that opportunity <laughs> when I was down there. You know, yeah, well, well, what it, what you're showing me as you're saying that is it's not even about you. It's the story. It's the, the story, story is a life and a soul. A, and it is choosing you through your lived experience to be brought out into the world for others. And so it's like, it's showing me that it's not even about you. It's the story. Yeah. You it's, just get to be the beautiful person to bring it into life. Exactly. Because not everybody lives through this kind of stories I have and to embrace it without animus is huge. And I think people will be able to relate and even go, OMG, you know, and really, you know, move through 
what has held them back. Yeah, because the way I see it, right, like so often we are contained by our stories or we're limited by our stories. And by you writing this from the perspective of it's the story that wants to be told, it's more about liberation from stories. I love that. That's exactly true. Yes, it is. That's, I love it. That's, it's liberation from story because you're right. I, in my experience, so many people hang on to their identity as being part of their story. And as creatives, we can move through patterns and imagery and reminders and memories and just plain old history and and create new possibilities, you know, just like that. If we give ourselves enough credit and not victimize ourselves, you know, that whole, I'm a victim thing does no one any good. No, I'm, I'm of the belief and not even belief. I'm of the knowing (laughs) and living (laughs) that life comes from us. Nothing happens to us. Everything comes from us. Everything. So we're, we're in our place of power in that, in that way of living. Yeah. And just your saying that brought back uh, memories for me. Like I'm one of five children. My oldest brother died in his thirties and he passed away from AIDS and he was a phenomenal person. And in so many ways, I mean, he graduated from high school at the age of 15 and was accepted to Berkeley. And he was a musician and a singer and he was taught himself all these languages and he was super handsome. He played a a uh, famous move, movie star lookalike in a Francis Ford Coppola film. I mean, it's just like amazing person. And he, he and my dad never got along growing up. You know, my dad was, you know, a cop and he worked, you know, officer for the Navy and my brother was super masculine and we didn't know, I didn't know he came out to me in his late twenties with this other side of him. And, uh, he did pass away in his thirties. And, uh, when he passed, before he passed, I should say the doorbell rang. I was at my brother's home in LA and I opened the door and it was our dad. And he bowed and said to my brother, I'm at your service and stayed with my brother the last three years of his life and totally loved him and babied him and did everything. And it was like, dad, dad, I'm, I'm come in. I'm ready for a hug. Okay, Bob, I'll be right there. You know, and they, and he would take them on beach walks and, you know, they'd watch movies together. And uh, so when my brother passed, I came to know that part of my brother's experience, that chapter, this lifetime that he chose was actually in service to our father because it opened mm-hmm. his heart. You know, if we look under, yeah. under the, under the wire, I think sometimes a bigger truth or aspects of that can be revealed. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That was beautiful. Yeah. What are you taking away from our call today? I feel really good. I feel that our encounter was a blessing. So I appreciate you very much, Sarah. You're amazing. And um, what your messages are very much resonate for me and almost like giving me permission where I felt a little, you know, do I trust what I want to do as opposed to what everybody else is telling me I should do because I'm not a quote 
business techie type, you know, and uh, the messages that came through you, I think, are just affirming that, yeah, go ahead, be you, you're loved, it's all okay, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, it feels fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I just really, I thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.